جزا الله بالخيرات عنا إماتا لنا نقل القرآن عذبا وسلسالا فمنهم بدور سابعة قد تواساطت سماء العلا والعدل زهرا وكمالا Now inshallah ta'ala I'm going to go into التأليف في علم القراءات The books that have been written in علم القراءات when I say, inshallah ta'ala, that I want to speak about the books that have been written in Ilm al-Qira'at, what I mean by that is, kafannin mustaqil, as a subject and a science, Ilm al-Qira'at, the works that have been written in it. I'm not referring to the books that have spoken about issues related to Qira'at, like the Kitab, Kitab al-Fada'il by Abu Ubaid Qasim al-Sallam, rahimahullah, or the Kitab, Ta'wil al-Mushkil al-Qur'an, written by Ibn Qutayba or Masahif by Al-Sijistani, Ibn Abi Dawood Al-Sijistani, rahimahullah, or Akhlaq Hamalat Al-Qur'an, written by Al-Imam Al-Ajurri, rahimahullah, or Tafsir Al-Thawri, or Ma'ani Al-Qur'an Al-Farra, or Ma'ani Al-Qur'an Al-Akhfash, or Tafsir Al-Nasai, or Kutub Al-Sihah, Bukhari Muslim, or even the Al-Masanid, Musnad Al-Imam Ahmed, and what he mentioned in there, or Sunan, Sunan Abi Dawood, and Tirmidhi Ibn Majah Al-Nasai, I'm not referring to that. Or Kitab Sibawi. Or even the Kitab Al-Muqtadab written by Al-Mubarrad. Al-Mubarrad is the Shaykh of Al-Zajjaj. All of these scholars, they tackled issues related to Ulum Al-Quran, without a doubt. And there are mabahith, there are segments and there are chapters where you take from it Ulum Al-Quran, Qiraat and issues related to it. Because in our previous uh, episode I spoke about how Ilm al-Qira'at enters many other sciences. When I say Ilm al-Qira'at, the books that have been written in Ilm al-Qira'at, I'm speaking about as a kafannin mustaqil, an independent science. Okay? As an independent science. So, as an independent science that stands by itself, that has its dawabid, has its qawaid, uh, has its uh, um, structure. The scholars have categorized the books that have been written in it in three uh, types. The first one is Al-Kutub Al-Mufrada Imam Min A'imma A book that has written in a particular qari or a particular imam from the Qurra. So you find a particular qari is being spoken about here, like Hafs and Asim, for example. This is this book only talks about this. So some Kutub al Qiraat, that's how it is. It's specific to a Qari uh, from the Qurra. The second type of books that have been written in Ilm al Qiraat is Kutub which are called Al Qiraat al Muwassa. It doesn't have in there only one. Qari, but it has more than that, which we're going to mention either seven, eight, five, two, or ma'iladari. And the third type is kutub, which are considered tawjihul qiraat. They explain the variations and the reasoning behind uh, the qiraat. So those are the three types of books that have been written in ilm al qiraat. 
Who was the first person who wrote in Alm al-Qara'at? Scholars, they differed amongst themselves. One scholar written, uh, one scholar, uh, Ibn Atiyah, rahimahullah, in the muqaddima of his tafsir, in the muqaddima of his tafsir, he said that the first person who wrote it is uh, Yahya ibn Ya'mar. And Yahya ibn Ya'mar, he died the 90th year of the Hijriya. So if it is true that Yahya ibn Ya'mar was the first person uh, to write in Ilm al-Qira'at, then Ilm al-Qira'at was written in the 90th year of the Hijriya. That was when it first written, Kafanin Mustaqil, as an independent science. And that's very early. But I haven't seen anyone mention that other than Ibn Atiyah in his Muqaddimah, in his Muqaddimah of his Tafsir. And even when he mentioned it, he mentioned it as Ruwiya, Bisirat al-Tamrid. It was narrated that Yahya ibn Ya'mar had written a book in Qira'at. That's what he said. He said it was narrated. Bisirat al-Tamrid. And when I looked up the Tarjama, the biography of Yahya ibn Ya'mar, I haven't come across anyone whatsoever who actually said that Yahya ibn Ya'mar has a kitab in Qira'at. So that's a point to keep in, in mind, inshallah ta'ala. But what is famous and is mashhur in the Ahlul Fan, what is famous and common amongst the ulama of Qira'at, that, is the, that the first person who wrote in Qira'at is Abu Ubaid al-Qasim ibn Salam, rahimahullah, who died in year 224 Hijriah. That he is the first person who wrote it. And that's the most famous opinion amongst the ulama. Imam al-Jazari, rahimahullah, he said that فَكَانَ أَوَّلُ إِمَامٍ The first imam, Mu'tabar, was taken into consideration. Jama'a al-Qira'at, who combined Qira'at, is Abu Ubaid al-Qasim ibn Salam was the first person who wrote in this science. And he said, Imamun Mu'tabar, an imam that's taken into consideration, the first person is Abu Ubaid al-Qasim ibn Salam, rahimahullah. And as I said, Abu Ubaid al-Qasim ibn Salam died the year what? 224 Hijriyah. And he then said that Abu Ubaid Qasim al-Salam, when he wrote his kitab in Qira'at, the Qurra that he brought inside there were 25. 25 Qurra. In the 25, of course, is the seven Qira'at. The seven Qurra that we have in the kitab Hirz al-Amani wa Tani fi al-Qira'at al-Sabah, which we will mention, inshallah ta'ala soon. So according to the most prominent the most famous opinion to the people of Qira'at or the scholars of Qira'at is that Abu Ubaid al-Qasim al-Salam was the first person to write uh, in uh, al-Qira'at. So this opinion that says Yahya ibn Ya'mar seems very weak. Maqatib al-Sulaiman also seems very weak, that opinion. And Imam al-Kisai also seems like a very uh, weak opinion. And anyone other than that, the strongest according to the scholars of Qira'at is that the first person who wrote in this science is uh, Abu Ubaid al-Qasim al-Salam. But the issue is we don't have his works, uh, Abu Ubaid al-Qasim al-Salam. And it's mafqood. For now we don't have it. It's lost. It's from the works that we don't have which are lost. So what is the earliest work that we have? The earliest work that we have is uh, an imam known as Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid, rahimahullah. He wrote a kitab called uh, Kitab 
He wrote a book called Seven in Qiraat. And this kitab, Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid wrote, he made the Qurra into seven. And scholars have discussed why he did that. Some scholars, they said he did it tabarrukan wa tayammunan. He did it tabarrukan. He wanted to get baraka from the hadith al-ahruf al-sab'ah. Because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, unzila al-Qur'an ala sab'ati ahrufin, that the Qur'an came down in seven ahruf, seven dialects. Ibn Mujahid wanted to follow the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in that. So what he did was, he uh, wrote the qiraat in seven. Now the qiraat and the ahruf, are they one and the other? Do, are they the same thing? What is the relationship between the two? Again, don't worry about that. We will come to it inshallah, inshallah ta'ala. But what we need to understand is, Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid wrote a book in which he called it uh, Kitab al-Sab'ah. He has seven qurra. In this seven qurra book he has, um, he um, he confused many people based on that. How did he confuse them? Because he called his kitab as-sab'ah in qiraat, so many people assumed that the kitab as-sab'ah of Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid is actually uh, the same as the seven ahruf that the Prophet was talking about. And they thought this is one and the other, and it confused so many people, and scholars discussed that. But we will leave that discussion for when we speak about what Al-Ahruf Al-Sab'a actually means. Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid, rahimahullah, he passed away after he authored his book. A scholar by the name of Al-Husayn ibn Uthman al-Baghdadi, who died the year 378 Hijriya, he came and he wrote a book in uh, Qiraat. And after that came Al-Imam Ali al-Daraqutni rahimahullah who, de- who died the year 385 Hijriya uh, who also wrote after Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid and after Al-Husayn uh, ibn Uthman al-Baghdadi. After those came uh, Abu al-Fatih Uthman ibn Jinni who died the year 392 Hijriya who also wrote in Ilm al-Qiraat. So what we have is, we have Abu Ubaid Qasim Salam, who died in 224 Hijriya. His book in Qiraat, we don't have it. After him came Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid. Abu Bakr ibn Mujahid died in 324 Hijriya. After him came Al-Hasim ibn Uthman, uh, Al-Husayn ibn Uthman, Al-Baghdadi. And after him came Al-Imam Ali al-Daraqutni, rahimahullah. And after him came Abu al-Fatih ibn Uthman al-Jinni rahimahumullah. May Allah have mercy upon all of them. So when it was Al-Qarn al-Khamis, the fifth century, great scholars came out and they authored. I'm going to mention two great scholars who writ uh, in Ilm al-Qiraat the fifth century. Makki ibn Abi Talib rahimahullah who wrote a kitab called At-Tabsirah Bil-Qiraat al-Sab'ah. And Abu Amr al-Dani, rahimahullah, who wrote his kitab At-Taysir Bil-Qiraat al-Sab'ah. When the sixth century came, two great scholars also wrote uh, in Ilm al-Qiraat, 
uh, Abu Ala Al Hamadani Rahimahullah and uh, Imam Al Shatibi. Abu Ala Al Hamadani wrote a kitab called Al Ghaya fi Al Qiraat Al Ashr. So he made it ten. And Al Imam Al Shatibi, Abu Al Qasim Al Shatibi, he wrote his kitab Hirz Al Amani wa Wajhu Al Tahani fi Al Qiraat Al Sabah. And this kitab حرز الأماني ووجه التهاني في القراءات السبع على الإمام الشاطبي wrote it's a نظم a poet poetry form of the kitab التيسير written by أبي عمر الداني رحمه الله ولذلك he says وفي يسرها التيسير رمت اختصاره he said that this book it's a summary of the kitab التيسير للإمام الشاطبي أبي عمر الداني This kitab is a summary of the kitab written by أبي عمر الداني called التيسير يعني الشاطبي saying that and then he also mentioned that it's not just a summary of it and a conclusion of it but rather he's going to add some benefits and some فوائد here or there he says وألفافها زادت بنشر فوائدي and in some places he's going to uh, sprinkle some benefits for us, which he did. If you look at the book, Hirzul Amani Tani fil Qiraati Sabah, a lot of places he makes dua, he gives reminders, he gives a heart softening point, and beneficial things he mentions. What is actually amazing is that he didn't only just make poetic form of the Kitab at Taysir uh, in the science of. Qiraat uh, written by Amr al-Dani. He also some he also made a poetry on another kitab written by Amr al-Dani. He did the same to that as well, called Al-Muqni'. Amr al-Dani has a kitab called Al-Muqni'. And this kitab Al-Muqni' is published Walilah Alhamdu Al-Minna. It's matbu' fi mujalladain in two uh, volumes. In this kitab Al-Muqni' is it talks about um Rasm al-Mushaf. Okay, the the Rasm al-Mushaf. Al-Imam al-Shatibi who came and he also made a poetry on that one. Uh, he called it Aqilatu Atrab al-Qasaid. And he did the same thing to that one. He added benefits in there as well, reminders and etc. So, Al-Imam al-Shatibi used Kitab Hirzu al-Abani wa Wajhu al-Tahari was written in the 6th century of Islam. The 7th century uh, a scholar by the name of Ali ibn Muhammad al-Sakhawi al-Din Abu al-Hasan whose kunya was Abu al-Hasan and don't confuse this Sakhawi with the student of Ibn Hajar al-Sakhawi that one's called Shamsuddin al-Sakhawi who wrote the kitab Fathul Mughith which explained the kitab Al-Fiyatu al-Iraqi the teacher of Ibn Hajar so the student explained the teacher's teacher's uh, book don't confuse it with that Sakhawi this Sakhawi is before all of that. His name is uh, Ali ibn Muhammad al-Sakhawi. His laqab, his nickname is Alamuddin uh, and his kunya was Abu al-Hasan. He wrote a kitab called Fathul al-Wasid fi Sharh al-Qasid where he actually explained Hirz al-Amani wa Wajhu al-Tahani fi al-Qara'at al-Sab'a. And his explanation is the first explanation on the Madhumat uh, al-Shatibiyah that we have today. It's the first actual explanation on it. So that was written in the 7th century where he went in details explaining it. But it's actually not the best explanation. I'm going to point out that the best explanation out, even though time doesn't allow it, 
and I would have compared the explanations. But the best explanation is Siraj al-Qari written by Ibn al-Qasih. Ibn al-Qasih sharah is the best sharah of the kitab Hirz al-Amani wa Wajh al-Tahani fi al-Qira'at al-Sarah. It's the best sharah. But it's not the earliest explanation. The early explanation is this one, Fathul Wasid, fi Sharh al-Qasid. And the easiest and the most summarized and the most basic explanation of the kitab Hirz al-Amani wa Wajh al-Tahani is the Al-Wafi by Abdul Fatah al-Qadi. Abdul Fatah al-Qadi's sharah on the uh, on the Hirz al-Amani wa Wajh al-Tahani is very basic, it's easy. A beginner uh, can take that from a teacher. In the ninth century, Shaykh al-Muqri'een, Ibn al-Jazari came, rahimahullah, and he wrote an amazing book called Al-Nashr fi al-Qira'at al-Ashr. This kitab is, mashallah, matbu' it's mutadawal, it's five volumes, and it's with the tahqiq of Ayman al-Suwaid, with the tahqiq of Ayman al-Suwaid, hafidhahullahu ta'ala. This kitab, Al-Nashr fi al-Qira'at al-Ashr, Ibn al-Jazari rahimahullah wrote his final and last opinions in this field. And he had books before that where he spoke about things like his Munjid al-Muqri'een and, and, and mentioned things there. But the Kitab al-Nashr fi al-Qira'at al-Ashr is the final and last conclusion of Ibn al-Jazari rahimahullah. And what he did was he made a novel or poetry of this Kitab uh, called it Tayyibat al-Nashr. What's amazing is the Tayyibatul Nashr has um, it has um, more Qurra uh, than the Hirzul Amani. It's about ten, and it also has more Turuk than the Hirzul uh, Amani, but it has less uh, lines of poetry. And it's less lines of poetry. Whereas Hirzul Aman is 1,100 and something. This one's only 1,000 something. Well, Ibn al-Jazari summarized it more than Shatibi. But even then, Allah gave Kabul and acceptance to the Hirzul uh, Amani wa Wachutani. Why? Because of the way that Imam al-Shatibi's language and his, the way he wrote it and the beauty in it. It's just something else. I personally have never seen any Islamic science poetry that's written as beautiful as Hirz al-Amani wa Wachutani. The beauty in it. It's just something else. I need the eloquency in it, the, the, the structure that the Shaykh Rahimahullah did it. All the other sciences you find, it's a bit rigid. It's a bit hard. Um, but this one flows and smooth and it's so well presented. Rahimahullah, rahmatan wasi'ah. So Tayyibatul Nashr is the poetic form of the Kitab Al-Nashr Al-Qara'at Al-Ashr. Walidharika, a student of knowledge, when he wants to memorize the Ilm Al-Qara'at, he's advised to first of all memorize the Hirz Al-Amani wa Wajhu Al-Tahani, which is the seven Qura' that he mentions, Jazallahu bil khayarati anna a'immatan لَنَا نَقَلُوا الْقُرْآنَ عَذْبًا وَسَلْسَلًا فَمِنْهُمْ بُدُورٌ سَبْعَةٌ قَدْ تَوَسَطَتْ سَمَاءَ الْعُلَى وَالْعَدْلِ زُهْرًا وَكُمَّلًا And Shatibi mentions seven. And he mentions for each of those Qurra, he mentions Rawiyani, two Rawis. Then Ibn al-Jazari came and what he did was, he wrote the kitab al-Durra. 
he did the same, bought two rawi for three extra narrators, or three extra, sorry, qurra. Abi Ja'far, Ya'qub, and Khalaf. He added those three in there. Two rawis for both, each made it ten. So the student memorizes the Hirzul Amani wa Tahani. Okay, then he goes for the Durra. Now he has the Qira'at al-Sughra. And then what he does is that he goes to the Tayyibatul Nashr, which has more than one rawi for every Qari. This is now called the Qira'at, which is the Qubra. There's a great scholar, Abdi Fatah al-Qadi, rahimahullah, what he did was he emerged the two into one, he called it Al-Budur Al-Zahira, Fi Al-Qira'at Al-Ashara Al-Mutawatira, Min Tariqay Shatibiyyati Wal-Durrah. So what he did is, he took the Tariqa of Min Tariqay Shatibiyyati Wal-Durrah, he took the Shatibiyyah and the Durrah emerged them, so the student can take that book and benefit from it. The Kitab Shatibiyyah has many shuruh, as I mentioned, from the Sharh was Al-Fatuh Al-Wasid, Fi Sharh Al-Qasid, written by Alamuddin Al-Sakhawi. Also from the Shuruh is the Kitab Al-Laali Al-Faridah by Al-Fasi, Ibrazul Ma'ani by Abi Shamat Al-Maqdisi, Siraj Al-Qari by Ibn Al-Qasih, and Al-Wafi by Al-Qadhi. Lakin, as I said, the best Sharh for it, without a shadow of a doubt, is the Kitab written is called the Siraj Al-Qari by Ibn Al-Qasih. And the Sharh of Ibn Al-Qasih is the best. Also another kitab that a person should really look into and buy and have is them is the Tadkira by Ibn Ghalbun. The Tadkira by Ibn Ghalbun, Rahimahullah. He has in there eight Qurra. And that kitab is very beneficial. It's recommended for the student to have. Ibn al-Jazari, rahimahullah, all of his works in Ilm al-Qira'at are books that are, it has become the reference point for all of the A'immah after Ibn al-Jazari. يعني صار عيال على Ibn al-Jazari. All the scholars that came after Ibn al-Jazari, they became dependent on Ibn al-Jazari. But those are the most common, the most famous books that were written. Uh, and it's very necessary, brothers and sisters, that you read these books and you study them to have an understanding of this science, Ilm al-Qira'at. These books give you a good understanding and ground you. Once you've studied these books and you've learned it from its people and uh, scholars of that field, then and only then is it wise for a person to read the works of the Orientalists and what they have said. Because if you don't know what is for you, you will not be able to defend the correct path. You will not be able to respond to the doubts that are brought. So study these books, read them, go over them, and study them deeply. You'll find a lot of answers uh, in there. But when, you, when we become ignorant of these books and we abandon them and we leave them, and all we read is what an Orientalist wrote here or a Christian wrote here, or even a modern-day graduate from a particular university wrote here, and we depend on that book. This is, it shows the weakness of our uh, studying and our learning. 
those are the most prominent books that have been written. Those are the famous works that are out there for a person to study and read Ilm Al-Qira'at. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How can you do a two-second action right now that will give you a share of the reward of everything we're doing on this YouTube channel? Simple. Like this video and click subscribe. Why? It will allow YouTube to recommend our videos to other users. And imagine the huge amount of reward that could be waiting for you on the day of judgment if you did that with a sincere intention of spreading the deen of Allah. You'll be rewarded for every single person who benefits from one of our videos as a result of your like or subscribe. That's an easy two second action that you definitely don't want to miss out on. Do it now, click like and subscribe and don't forget to make that intention.